This is Imperial Voice, streaming from the palace of His Imperial Majesty, Haile Selassie. And Tosin, it's kind of last night of the problems week, isn't it? It is, yes. And, you know, uh, it seems like everything at the moment is controversial, isn't it? Nothing, nothing is going without sort of being scrutinised. Yeah, I can see a good reason why this is controversial. I mean, I, I first saw the last night of the problems, I think, in probably 1974. And even then, there was a sort of weariness with sort of drunken, ruddy-faced people belting out nationalistic songs. So it's, it's sort of been a little bit controversial, but it's become more toxic in recent years, without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so what are we going to do about it? Well, I mean, we could sort of rehearse all the arguments about, um, about you know, whether Rule Britannia and Land of Hope and Glory are sort of... Um, uh, express sentiments that we agree with or we could do what channel four do every christmas which is just ignore it and do um an alternative last night of the proms i rather like the idea of an alternative it's sort of you know towards the end of the summer holidays and i mean the proms is a lovely event and and it's lovely to have a sort of return to london cultural thing but i think we would mark the sort of end of august soon return to school in a slightly different way, perhaps picking some slightly different tracks. Absolutely. I mean, I think it has to reflect uh, both uh, our heritage, experience, life, um, 2020, all those yeah. wonderful, mad, crazy, good, bad, you know, the whole mixed bag of things going on at the moment. So what should we kick off with? Ooh, what do you think? Um, well, uh, yes. If I go, go back to the seventies, I, I I would quite like to kick off with Matumbi, which is the first Dennis Burvell band. They did a track called Empire Road. And I, uh, when I first heard it, I was just really struck by what a different expression of empire it was. And it's, it's brilliant. They've got a brilliant rhythm section. It's really well sung. It's a lovely performance. Empire Road by Matumbi. And it seems in, in line with the sort of, I think it's sort of reggae sort of type beat, is it? Oh, it's completely reggae. They, they supported the Whalers um, in a benefit gig for Ethiopia. And much to their embarrassment, they were sort of deemed to have, you know, blown the Whalers off the stage and performed much better, which was kind of awful for Matumbi because the Whalers yeah. were, their, were their idols at the time. So uh, they felt a bit awkward about that. But they're a really, really good band, a really good British reggae band. Yeah. Excellent. Let's 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 hit the road with Matumbi. Empire Road. Empire Road. Living Empire Road. 
So that was Matumbi, and um, uh, that's got us into into the spirit for our alternative last night of the proms. Where, where do we get in there? Yeah, I like that. I like that. Um, I'm sort of a um, a bit of a novice when it comes to sort of reggae, apart from sort of a bit embarrassing, but some Bob Marley and Will. Um, I'm a little bit um, not very very okay with the best reggae beats. Listen, we're all discovering, and there's so much music out there. I think it's fine to be constantly discovering. Yes. I, I particularly, in the Matumbi one, I like the way they evoke the Caribbean foods, but also Indian foods. And you just, you just get a feeling of a, of a sort of mixed immigrant population in Empire Road. Yeah. So, so where should we go next? Uh, well, I mean, that was a pretty upbeat song. Um, what what I don't know. <laughs> um, I'm not really sure. What do you think? Well, that's. To... I think you know yeah. our show is characterised by a quality of voice, and I picked the first track. So I think that everyone will be expecting uh, that you will pick the second track, and I think you should. And I think you've got some. Um... I I did I did. Um, uh, I'm going to go for. Um, because it, it has been a really weird year and, you know, there's lots of things going on, you know, uh, about sort of race and, you know, the inequality. So I'm going to go with Fela. Um, as you know, I'm a huge, 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 huge Fela fan. Uh, so, yeah, shuffling and smiling. Let's, let's... That would be let's... super. I think we're all Fela, massive Fela fans, but not... not... None of us as closely related as you, having walked past his encampment every day on your way to school. Um, yes, and try to become a fella girl. Don't forget yeah, that. No, age no, 10. That. 
Excellent. I didn't actually know this one, so I was really pleased. You. Were. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, that was kind of a sort of theme song that you know there was. Uh, I grew up with um, you know when I was in in, in Lagos, uh, and that was always a song that came out theme song because he we're we're always protesting about something, um, and you know twenty thirty years on we're still protesting about something the same issues, the same inequalities exist. Sometimes it feels as if we haven't moved an inch from where we were, but yeah. Okay, so, so sometimes I get the feeling that uh, as a double act, we're kind of glass half empty and glass half full. Because what yeah. I would say is, you know, we've got this massive crisis with mm. pandemic and climate and the aftermath of Brexit. And actually, if that isn't a time for change, then when is? I think, and I, I think, I mean, you know, we've talked about issues of racism and sexism and equality and stuff. I think we will see huge change in the next three years. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> and if you're believing in change and all that, you go next. But I do have a song that I, in, in my mind, but you go next. Okay, so I think uh, um, that our local economy is going to be a bloodbath. I think a load of businesses are going to go bankrupt, which is going to be very, very tough for the, you know, the founders, the entrepreneurs, the staff, the customers. Uh, I think it's going to be very, very, very hard. And the song that best invokes that for me is by The Specials, and that is their eerie, creepy song, Ghost Town.
I love that. What surprises me about Ghost Town is it sounds like a sort of archetype. The first time you heard it, you thought, I know all those memes, and they just put it together. But I just think it's wonderfully produced and, and yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. It's good. Uh, Ghost Town by the specials. But I'm hoping that, that we can face these challenges, you know, that, that there will be a new and different economy. Well, first of all, that people can look after each other and there'll be a safety net and that the sort of... Um, uh, public services and third sector services that we've talked to in previous weeks, you know, will continue to make sure that people get food, 
and shelter and I hope that a sort of different kind of green economy will will emerge. I yeah, I mean, I, I, I was really disturbed to hear from some friends who went to the National Gallery um, and they said that in central London there were queues, people were queuing to be fed. Oh my God. Um, yes. The St. In, Martins, uh, next, next to the National yeah, Gallery. Yes. Yes, yes, they yeah. literally had these food trucks wow. and they were doling out food. Um, yeah, I mean, that's... <laughs> All of our technology is chipping into the show. It, it, is, it is tonight. Um, so I will, um, yeah, yeah. So Bath is 1% of London. We will have the same thing in a smaller way, but it'll be real. Yes, I think indeed. So. I think so. It's so unfortunately. Okay, so in our tractastic journey, which is our alternative to the last night of the proms, because we're slightly uncomfortable with that um, nationalistic, ultra-patriotic vibe of belting out drunken songs about uh, Britannia ruling the wave, um, what do you think we do next? We've had Ghost Town, we've had Fella, and we've had Matumbi. Um, I think... <clears throat> a hopeful song that sounds good i don't know if you remember it soul to soul oh i love that yes back to life yes um i i i, I i'm i'm a half empty yes yes we all know that um but maybe 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 you know you're still in it so i think back to life will is is, is would, would be my theme song for this moment. Back to life, back to reality, back to life, back to reality.
and that was back to life let's get back to life and back to reality it's a, a song yes. sort of regeneration isn't it it's, i was always a bit freaked out by songs that never change key you know they just kind of groove along like i kind of felt that they broke some fundamental rules so the fact that they were actually really good kind of upset me really <laughs> yeah i did you know so james brown and this is exactly one of those it just grooves along doesn't it it, it really does i mean i i have amazing fantastic memories of just, uh, oh God, she shows you how old I am, just graduating from university, you know, moving to London and just having an absolutely wild, you know, going to work, uh, partying until, you know, four or four, five a.m., going home, showering and heading straight off to work again. Yeah, it was great times, good times. Back to life and back to reality. Good. Yes, they never took it to the bridge, which is what kind of disturbed me a bit. Um, so that is great. Listen, we had a choice from, from Mr. Bunny, actually, um, which I didn't know. And it's called Little Britain, but I think it's not connected with the, um, with the comedy programme. Yes, I thought it might be, but it's not, is it? I love I loved the comedy programme, but you can't really do a comedy programme like that on radio, can you? Mm. So we're very... We're, with very best wishes to Mr. Bunny and gratitude to him because he actually does the technical work of scheduling our show, doesn't he, every week. He is amazing. He is wonderful. No, we love yes. Mr. Bunny and this is, this is for him, chosen by him. Little Britain by Dreadzone from their album Second Light.
always the one of getting close to your ancestors. Follow the old road, and as you walk, think of them and of the old England. You're only seeing what their eyes saw. Ford the same rivers, same birds are singing. When you lie flat on your back and rest, lots of clouds sailing, as I often do. You're so close to those other people. But you can hear the thrumming of the hoofs of their horses, the sound of the wheels on the road, their laughter and talk, and the music of the instruments they carry. It's quite a funny choice, actually. Why do you think so? Well, it starts with words and you sort of think it's going to have quite a strong theme and then it just goes very abstract and musical in quite a groovy way. <laughs> I, <like it. laughs> well, I actually sort of did a little bit of sort of research in it and I, I found it a little bit, uh, what's word, when you can't grasp something completely, um, when it's a little bit elusive. Elusive you know? is the word. It's exactly yes. the word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but good. But good, nevertheless. Indeed. No, very grateful for that choice. Thank you, Mr. B. And thank you for scheduling our show. Do you think, I mean, I know there's a slight vibe of, you know, we hate boring old nationalistic hymns and stuff, but I think it would be a shame if we didn't acknowledge that there is some really deep beauty in the English sort of church choral tradition. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. there are some some beautiful sentiments and, you know, some really acceptable music. It's not going to get you up dancing or anything, but I think there are some hymns for which there really are appropriate times. And I think they're very moving. I was going to suggest we maybe fire in Abide With Me by the King's College Choir. Oh, yes. Do you know that is my mother's favourite hymn? Well, there we are. Uh, Yes. Did she so, have it for particular occasions? It's become, a, it's become associated with funerals, but it's really just about evening. It is just about literally mm-hmm. sort of evening and eventide and mm-hmm. seeing you through the night. Mm-hmm. Would she we sing just, it? Yeah, we just used to sing it together. She would just sing, you know, a sense of companionship. She felt as if she was walking, she wasn't alone when she sang that song, that she walked with Christ literally when because he was, you know, abiding with her, living with her, being with her. Um, Yeah. It's the most comforting sentiment imaginable, I think. Yeah. It is.
glad that that uh, that struck a chord with you. Yes. Well, yeah. It took me it really took me back, sort of driving my mother's little red sports car and her uh, in sort of seventies Lagos and her singing a bite with me with some not not gusto but just sense of you know quite a kind of contrast. You know the sporty car, but this very deeply religious, um, um, uh, thoughtful song. So juxtaposes, yeah. So King's College Choir, um, obviously King's College Cambridge, massive bunch of lefties when I was there, hilarious people, best disco <laughs> for students in the town. But no, my family, we would always listen to the King's College um, uh, Christmas carols. Our, our Christmas ritual was really based around the, the service of um, uh, carols and readings from, from King's College. So it, I suppose it, it's quite a strong part of my sense of our national identity and it being sort of both church and academia, it feels very different from kind of state. It's not Whitehall. It shows how much culture and learning there is sort of outside the centre. So. Yeah, I suppose for me, I just don't, I, I, I have such a strong sense of, not belonging anywhere a sense of you know um i think someone uh once described my lifestyle as very pathetic and i <laughs> i don't i i i love being here in the uk and then i love being in nigeria and then i love being in kenya um but i don't have any nationalistic feelings towards any of them so I think a nationalistic feeling is very different from a sort of bond to a culture or to a piece of land. And you can feel, you can feel bonded to a landscape without, without wanting the, the nation to predominate over other nations. And, and I think there are people who love England and, and Britain in a very, in a profound way without wanting it to sort of, you know, conquer and colonize or, or sort of punch above its weight in that ghastly phrase in the world. I think there's a, you, you can stir up a love of a, of a culture and a community and a landscape to which you feel bonded. Yes, absolutely. But I don't think I have that. Was I it? Think feelings. The, I love everywhere, but I don't, you know, I always feel like a sense of separation still from it all. Was it your active choice and decision to live in Britain or was that a family choice which you, you sort of carried on? Uh, well, I mean, I came to boarding school. Right. So you were um, sent. That was kind of, yeah, done to you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, but then I've come back, you know, yeah. sort of willingly and, and love it. But yeah. there's always still that sense that I can, you know, almost a little bit of eagle eye when you're, slightly detached from something and you can yeah. look, at it, you look at it differently from if you are part of the fabric of it. So um, did, did the experience of boarding school make you feel that British culture and society was, 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 was a place where you knew how to fit in and, and would be safe and happy and comfortable and able to have a good living? I, do, um, I think I made some choices which those choices, you know, deciding not to, um, when I was uh, in my 20s, I met a, uh, an Englishman that I um, actually, 
you know, fell um, deeply in love with. But I remember going to, for a meal with his family, and I was the only, I looked around and I was like, hmm, oh my God, this will be my life for the rest of it, if I go down the, and despite being, you know, terribly in love, I sort of broke, broke, broke up the relationship because I, I didn't want to be that, you know, uh, anomaly in the group. Um, Minority of one. Yes, yes. Yeah. My experience of school, British public school, was kind of weird because it was the 70s and my folks were diplomats. So I didn't feel particularly rooted anywhere or in any culture. They they would always live two or three years in different places. And... um, uh, British public school in the 70s wasn't really a place that I wanted to take root. But this next track is a sort of bonkers uh, interpretation of what people feel about Britain. And to me, it just sort of shows how completely lost our kind of culture and identity was at that point. Uh, well, we'll play the track and, and, and then we'll talk about it, maybe. Okay. So it's Selling England by the Pound by Genesis. Have you heard that <laughs> one? Yes. Can you tell me where my country lies? Said the uniform to his true love's eyes. It lies with me, cried the queen of maybe. For her merchandise, he traded in his prize. he left was signed Old Father Thames It seems he's drowned Selling England by the pound Citizens of hope and glory Time goes by It's the time of your life Easy now down, chewing through your wimpy dreams, they eat without a sound, digesting England by the bound. Young man says you are what you
So that was that was selling England by the pound, and uh, by you know our local living legend, mm. God of Prague, Peter Gabriel. Yes. And mm. I just think it's so confused. I and mean, what is it on about? No idea. But yeah, but yes, yeah, but it, it, yes. Or is it selling England or selling the English? There's a sort of wistful nostalgia, you know, that, that something is being kind of lost and sold by the pound. And then it goes on about Father Thames and Greenshield stamps and all sorts of things, which, I don't know, remind us of our life in Britain in the 70s. But, and then it turns into this weird sort of jazz rock anthem of, I mean, really quite challenging musicianship. But I just can't quite see the point of it. Yeah, well, you know, but everyone's always nostalgic or for some, yeah, past glories and past ideal, which never really existed except, you know, for that moment, you know, that snapshot, that photograph. Um, and then two minutes later, it's, it's just an illusion. But people then sort of focus all that nostalgia on that snapshot moment. Uh, I think that's really what was happening with him. Somebody coined the phrase of people yearning for empire like a limb that had been amputated. Mm. You know, having all those feelings in it, but actually there's just nothing there. But th this isn't that at all. I, I mean, I don't, I don't put this in the same camp as, as drunken, ruddy-faced people singing Rule Britannia at, at the Albert Hall. I mean, I, I, just, I just don't know where they are. I don't think they knew where they were. But, I, but oddly, I kind of remember every phrase from it because I would play it so much on my record player. So <laughs> I, I, I suppose in a way I technically like it. And I suppose soon a stage will come where I don't have to be embarrassed for having liked it in the 1970s. Oh, okay, sure. well, come I, think, I think I, 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 I hate Mondays. That used to be, and I felt it. Um, the Boomtown Rats. Yes. Right. That was, yeah, that, that was my sort of, yeah, you know. Well, Mondays. that's quality. I mean, you know, that's, that's, you know, that's showing your good taste, I think. Right. Um, <laughs> really? You're next up. Oh, what's that uh, meaningful? Well, I, I think, um, oh, uh, oh, hallelujah. That is quite a strong call, I must say. So this is our um, alternative Last Night of the Proms list. And yes. Tosin has just weighed in with Leonard Cohen, hallelujah, which is, which yes. is a big hitter. Okay, let's listen to it. Is. Now I've heard there was a secret chord that David played and it pleased the Lord. But you don't really care for music, do you? It goes like this The fourth, the fifth, the minor fall, the major lift, the baffled Yeah. 
Evoking a kind of Christian word, but it's it's much broader than that, isn't it? Well, for me, it is. I mean, I, I think you know, for uh, the religious right, they will just see a song and they will they will hear the word hallelujah, and they don't put it into any other context. So that's except... why Trump plays at his rallies and stuff. Yes, yeah, but it is so much more than that, and I think it really is a disservice to the song, to to for it that has been. Um, appropriated in, by you know the religious right, and so we are re <laughs> reclaiming it yeah, because it right. it just really is just about um, we are going all going through. I would say well not all, but I would say most people I know are going through hard times for whatever reason at the moment, whether it's just the emotional strain of being locked down, the uncertainty about work. Um, school, university, um, economy, the, the, the climate. There is something to cause anxiety in us. But hallelujah is, is that celebration of any tiny thing that goes right in your life. And it isn't about just, you know, you know, having an epiphany. It's about, you know, you cook that meal and it didn't burn and it worked really. It tastes great, you know. Hallelujah, you know, that's... Yeah. Um, for me, that's, that's what the song is about. Just I, any, celebrating anything good. 
that that's going on. That's a beautiful sentiment. I, I don't know his works very well. I don't understand them very deeply, but he, he always strikes me as somebody who, who's quite profound in his thought and in his feelings and yes. sort of, you know, secular and lefty. I don't think he'd be sort of cheering at a Trump rally. Um, yeah. And I think it's, it's, it's just a, a surprisingly powerful song. And I'm really glad to sort of, uh, you know, listen to it more carefully. Um, I think it's kind of traditional um, at the end of, this is our alternative last night at the proms, of course. I think uh, as an act of respect, I do believe they end the last night at the proms with, with God Save the Queen. Yes. I think we should probably do the same. disrespect to our friend Elizabeth Windsor <laughs> all crimes are paid yes um, so yeah uh, that's the Johnny Rotten and the pistols and uh, God save the queen the fascist regime and uh, what better way to end our alternate last night of the proms Tozin it's been an absolute pleasure and a joy yeah, and thank you so much for coming up with um, this uh, alternative and, and then the day uh, spirit um, raising. Um, yeah. yeah. I think it was your idea, actually. I know. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you, like to, you don't like to take the credit. Well, that's fair enough. So it's, it, it's been a joy. That has been our uh, alternative um, last night of the proms. And this is In Our City. I'm William Heath. And I'm Uluwatosi Uniliri. Do stay tuned to Imperial Voice. I know we will. Thank mm-hmm. you.